this is The Space Shot, episode 20, for June 3rd, 2017, The Turnabout Spacewalk. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. Earlier this afternoon, SpaceX successfully launched the 100th mission from Launch Complex 39A and landed the first stage of their Falcon 9 rocket back at landing zone 1 just minutes later. Today's launch also marked the first time that SpaceX has reused a Dragon capsule, a feat that had only been achieved previously by the United States and the former Soviet Union. On this day in 1965, Gemini 4 launched, and then in 1966, Gemini 9 launched. Today I'm going to talk about Gemini 4 and the airing of the final episode of Star Trek, the original series, and tomorrow I'll be picking up with Gemini 9. Back to Gemini 4... Command pilot James McDivitt and pilot Ed White were lifted into orbit atop a Titan II missile from Launch Complex 19 in the late morning hours. Gemini 4 was the first multi-day mission that NASA launched and was meant to show how humans could function in weightlessness for extended periods of time. McDivitt and White conducted numerous experiments in space, from radiation measurements to exercising with a bungee cord through the flight. The astronauts also took sextant measurements to prove that navigation in space was possible, something which was important for the Apollo program. There were two primary objectives for the mission. The first was to attempt a rendezvous with the second stage of the Titan, and there was a multitude of things working against the astronauts when they tried to do this rendezvous. From a lack of proper lighting on the second stage and no radar rangefinding inside the Gemini capsule, to most interestingly, an incomplete understanding of the math behind how orbital rendezvous work. The part of the mission that Gemini 4 is most remembered for is when Edward White became the first American astronaut to perform an extravehicular activity, or EVA, during the Gemini 4 mission. After dealing with a capsule hatch that had a weird spring that didn't allow it to be opened or closed quickly, White was finally outside the capsule. I'm going to stop right there for a moment because it's kind of crazy what happened with the hatch. During ground tests, McDivitt had seen this issue and knew that a spring was to blame for the door not opening properly. Here's an excerpt from an interview that McDivitt did with the Johnson Space Center Oral History Project. Quote, We had had a problem with the hatch in the altitude chamber at McDonald. We had done this chamber test, and because we were going to open and close the hatch in a vacuum, well, we thought, well, we'll put that into the chamber test. And when we went to lock it, it wouldn't lock. When you move the handle, nothing happened to the latches. The interviewer then interjected, well, if you can't get the hatch closed, you have a hard time re-entering, to which McDivitt replied, you're dead. You're dead. You'll burn up on the way down for sure. Now personally, I don't know if I would want to mess with the machine that was designed to keep me alive in the harsh vacuum of space and to protect me from the searing heat of re-entry, but then again, if someone did give me the opportunity to go to space, I'd probably take it. Now for a little bit of pop culture. On this day in 1969, the last episode of Star Trek The Original Series aired. I'm going to go on record as saying that this is the worst finale out of all of the Star Trek TV series. I think it's even worse than the Enterprise finale, These Are the Voyages. At least These Are the Voyages was fixed after the fact by writers that knew what they were doing with a series of books that explored the aftermath of that finale. Turnabout Intruder ended the third and final season of Star Trek The Original Series. The plot of this episode centers around Kirk's consciousness being switched with that of a mentally unstable scientist that he was once romantically involved with in classic Kirk fashion. Turnabout Intruder has more Shatner overacting in 50 minutes than the entire first season of Star Trek, 
Many of the classic Shatner memes come from this episode, the dramatic wall roll, the Kirk jazz hands. This episode is awful. And it's not just me that considers Turnabout Intruder to be one of the worst episodes in Star Trek history. It's even been ranked behind the much-reviled Spock's Brain episode. All in all, I'd wager 400 Quatloos on this being the worst Star Trek finale, but not necessarily the worst Star Trek episode of all. I'm kicking around some ideas for a series of episodes that discuss the good and bad sci-fi here in the coming year, so expect some more news on that in the coming weeks and months. Tomorrow, we've got Jiminy 9, The Angry Alligator, and Bird 1. I'm grateful that you've taken the time to listen to the show. It would mean a lot if you could leave a review on iTunes and on Google Play Music. If you know someone that loves space, history, or pop culture, please share the space shot on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, anywhere you connect with your friends and family. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>